Baines Plus One. You're listening to Baines Plus One with me, Samantha Baines, the show where each week I have one notable guest and delve into their lives like an impressionist delving into a Christina Aguilera song. This week's podcast is sponsored by Penguin in the Room, award-winning marketing for the arts. Go to www.penguinintheroom.com for more info. This week, I had amazing musical and character comedian Suze Kempner on the show. We chatted all things comedy and acting, and she did some properly amazing singing impressions. Enjoy. You're listening to Baines Plus One with Samantha Baines. She's here, my special guest. She's helping me with rhyming words. It's Suze Kempner. Hi. <laughs> musical and character comedian, multi-talented, award-winning... Well, comedian, actress, and singer, graduated from the Royal Academy of Music in 2010, <laughs> worked in stand up for the last five years, and you've ridden horses since you were one year old. Yeah, which makes me sound like I come from a lot of privilege. <laughs> <laughs> but I promise that I'm scum. Do you? Wow, I've never had a promise such early on <laughs> of this caliber. Suze, thanks for coming in. What have you been up to this week? Thanks for having me. Well, I was going to sit in the sun, but it all clouded over again, didn't it? Yes. So it was lucky we invited you in. Yeah, it's really nice to be in here in bright light because I've just been sitting in darkness outside for three days. It's been quite hot. I actually nearly burned. I was sitting outside for like five minutes. Mm -hmm. Uh, Are you a burner or do you go beautiful olive colour? I'm not. I'm I'm quite lucky. I'm uh, some Middle Eastern heritage, which makes me go dairy milk brown rather than... Oh, Orange or red. Like, I was thinking Milky Way. Milky Way. Bar, you know, white. Lovely. Um, so you've just been sunning yourself. I tried to, but then it started raining. So then oh. I went into work in flip-flops and I walked home in the rain in flip-flops. What was your work? I am very lucky uh, to work for the minimum wage in the admin department of a legal firm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> And does, do you get a lot of good comedy inspiration from that job? I wish I could say yes, but <laughs> <laughs> it's mainly a stress-free environment. That's what, that's the best I can say about it. Do you ever <laughs> write jokes at work, or do you do you have a special yeah. place that you write them? Yeah, on my phone, right in front of me. I do very little work. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a perfect job <laughs> yeah. for a comedian. It is. It is the dream job. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're going to be talking all things comedy and singing, and mm-hmm. do, we should. Are you, are you going to sing for us? Maybe. Well, I mean, I little, could do, couldn't I? <laughs> what a lovely ditty. Not right now. <laughs> Let's save it. Okay. It's so exciting. Mm. Now, where are you from? Because you're not a Londoner. No, I'm based in Gatwick, which is... <laughs> I've never heard someone <laughs> say that with the plane. Yeah, me. It's Gatwick Village. It's got it all. It's got top shops, got a prep. Has it? <laughs> it's, it's got, got the actual lot. shops. It's the real deal. Well, it's Gatwick's weird because it's a big big airport surrounded by fields and I'm from one of the fields I mean the surrounding field do you live in a tent <laughs> oh. sometimes it's a tent sometimes it's just a piece of tarpaulin on the ground <laughs> but you're cat sitting this weekend is that yeah, right yeah cat sitting in Stockwell so it's Susie's big weekend in the big city <laughs> are you an animal fan yeah yeah big big animal lover I've worked with them because um, I'm a trained animal handler so I've done film and TV and stage with animals uh, so you're yeah. perfect for cat sitting well let's hope so if they don't like me I take it very personally <laughs> so how did you come about working with horses from age one my mum is a dressage rider as oh, a wow. as a profession yeah so were you That's allowed to ride the horses or did you just yeah. have to stroke them no I, brush them 
Well, I could do, I could brush, stroke. I've got an amazing photo. This is radio, so it's not the best medium, but I've got an incredible photo of my mum. putting. Oh, yeah. Well, she, she put me on a um, great big show jumper when I was a year old and walked away and took a picture. And <laughs> when people were slagging off that woman last week whose kid jumped in with the gorilla, they yes. were saying, she's a terrible mother. I'm like, hmm, I'm not going to say anything because you want to see what my mum used to do when I was a kid. Well, and also, <laughs> kids run off, don't they? They do, yeah. You turn around, I don't have any. Mm, They've run neither. off. No, <laughs> I don't have any. But you turn around and they're gone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. not like cats. No, cats stay put or disappear forever. That's I've just let my... I have two cats Aww. called Victoria and Albert. Amazing. And we they are flat cats, but we've just let them out of our new house. Aww. One of them hates it. Victoria hates being outside. Right. She freaks out. <laughs> we let her out, and then we heard this horrific, like... scary noise and I ran outside like with mother's fear like oh my god she's being attacked Mm. and she'd just forgotten what window to come back in (laughs) and she was stuck in like a bush trying to jump up at a closed window and the terror in her eyes (laughs) oh Victoria it's like my baby the neighbours came out I haven't met the neighbours yet didn't meet them I was just like oh my baby (laughs) carried her back inside I'm horrific I'm horrific no that's that's not your fault that's human's fault for domesticating cats thousands of years ago and we've turned them into pathetic creatures as an animal lover do you mm. think it's mean to keep them inside do you think it's mean to I have don't know really cats? I think if they're used to it it's alright but, but my cats like going outside yeah but they also sometimes like never going outside if the weather is bad because <laughs> yeah. they are pathetic too. <laughs> well, Victoria loves just lying down under a light. Oh, yeah. Where yeah, it's that's... nice and hot. But I yeah. felt such guilt about keeping them inside mm-hmm. for so oh, long. And right. now she doesn't like it. Mm. Albert, on the other hand, loves it. He met okay. a fox. They had oh. a standoff. <laughs> And then he chased it. (laughs) He showed that fox. (laughs) I think he's going to do well in the outside world. I think so. It sounds like it. Any top animal tips? Um, What a weird, broad question, (laughs) but I'm asking anyway. Big tips. Yeah. Let me think. Horsey things. Um, Oh, horse tips. Well, I mean, I don't know if this is a tip for taking care of a horse, but I recommend everyone when the Olympics start in about two months I yes. recommend everyone watch the dressage because you'll be watching yeah I will be watching <laughs> and I got everyone to watch it four years ago and everyone went mm, Suze you were an idiot and about ten minutes in they were going oh this is amazing <laughs> oh you heard it here first on Oxen Radio check out the dressage Just check out the dressage and the show jumping Saints plus one. Oh, all saints Suze Kempner mm-hmm. how much did we enjoy that we were loving it <laughs> We were like properly reminiscing about combat trousers. <laughs> With like glazed eyes. The dream. Combat so trousers the, the dream. Because apparently All Saints are playing very soon at Chigwell Park. And Hoxton Radio might be sending me along to have a lovely time and be a super All Saints fan. Hmm. And we were just reminiscing about those combat trousers. That you were saying you had the ones with the bits hanging off. Yeah, like um, I had a pair of hot pink combats with loads <gasps> of pockets and strips coming off them. I think they were called like parachute trousers. Yes. They felt like they made a parachute material. All Saints weren't quite cool enough to pull off bright pink. Though. I think, yeah, I think All Saints, that was a step too far even for them. <laughs> <laughs> they were more like uh, khaki and black tank top. Yeah, well, cool they were like... Combat sexy army girls yes whereas I was like crazy <laughs> I tried to recreate that I had so many combats I was just <laughs> saying I had some uh, combat I had period trousers 
Oh yeah, and I used to keep my tampons and my pads in the pockets of the combat because you have so many pockets on your combat trousers and you don't know what to do with them. That was a very useful because uh, then you don't have to bring your bag with you. Well, that's yeah, I was saying I don't like carrying a bag, so I really think combat should come back. Yeah, <laughs> we've had top dressage tips at the Olympics, and now yeah. I've got top tampon storage <laughs> tips. <laughs> um, because we were around in the same era of music, weren't we? Yeah, and I used mm. to love nine one one. Mm-hmm. Lee from 911. Right. Do you I remember? D- I, I remember 911, but I imagine if I look back now, I'll go, who's that little boy? <laughs> but did you see the big reunion that was on TV and they no. all got back together? Oh, my God. Have they all aged very well? Sh- um, mm? I th- I'm not sure about Lee aging. Mm. Right. <laughs> you know who has aged well? Ben from A1. Oh, my God. We just Googled him in the break. Mm. We're going to tweet a picture. He is still a hattie. He's um, like a fine wine. <laughs> <laughs> Delicious. <laughs> so it's time. We got distracted by combat trousers. Yeah, yeah. But it's time okay. for your quick fire round, okay. Suze. I'm ready. Have you ever been in a quick fire situation previously? Um, I would say yes. It was called my GCSEs that I didn't revise for. Wow. Did they so, quick fire them at you? Well, it felt like it because <laughs> I hadn't revised. Oh, God, they quick fired. Okay, so yeah. you'll, you'll do better here. Okay, great. Because um, it's very simple. Okay, cool. Um, unlike GCSEs, which mm. are hard. Yeah, they were a nightmare. So, um, Suze Kempner, it's mm. your quick fire round. Tea or coffee? Tea. Facebook or Twitter? Facebook. Cats or dogs? Cats. Stand-up comedy or musical comedy? Stand-up comedy. Early bird or night owl? Early bird. Car or train? Car. West End or Broadway? West End. Pen or pencil? Pen. <laughs> Musical comedy or character comedy? Musical comedy. TV or radio? TV. Ketchup in the cupboard or the fridge? Fridge. Wicked or The Wizard of Oz? Wicked. Adventurous or cautious? Adventurous. Glinda or Elphaba? Elphaba. EastEnders or Corrie? EastEnders. Brexit, in or out? In. You pass. <laughs> Yay! A star. A star. <laughs> I love a bit of Wicked. We're going to talk mm. about that later mm-hmm. because you had a show that was. Yeah, cool. my sad Wicked show, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I just saw lots of pictures of you painted green. Yeah, yeah. I loved it. <laughs> um, now you've got a bit more time for these questions. Okay, right. So we ask them to everyone. Mm. What makes you angry? What makes me angry? Um, <laughs> well, I mean, there's the obvious things like hate speech that makes me quite angry yeah what makes me really angry is when um people state a fact that i definitely know isn't true and they don't believe me when i say it's not true for example when my mum tells me that eastenders is on at eight o'clock on a thursday and it's not it's always on at half seven and she argued with me about it and i was furious this is a recent one I was like, I know what time it's on, Mum. I'm 31. I haven't missed an episode for 20 years. You're a big EastEnders fan, mm. aren't you? Yeah, Wait. I nearly did my Edinburgh show on EastEnders. What, that <laughs> I would go and see that. <laughs> How did that come about? Did you just watch it one day? I think well, my parents definitely watched it. And so I watched it from the age of about 11. And I was like, this is amazing. I genuinely, I know that EastEnders isn't as good as Breaking Bad, but I genuinely look forward to a new episode of EastEnders as much as I would look forward to a new episode of Breaking Bad. And isn't there one like every day? There's four a week. There should be 20 a week. (laughs) (laughs) So you've just got that excitement every single day. except for Wednesday. Wednesday I go, oh, what am I going to do tonight? Why is it not Wednesday? Why have they picked that day? They just decided that they were going to give me a midweek break to gather my thoughts. This is for Seuss. 
Yeah. <laughs> Who's your favourite EastEnders character? Um, I would say it varies week on week, but I'm a big fan of Kim Fox. Uh, who do you know who she is? No. She's married in the show to Richard Blackwood. Tamika. And Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I know Tamika. Do you? Oh, my God. Well, yeah, we met on BBC London, and then oh. she did a BBC, Lon- BBC Radio London show, and I, oh, d- right. and I did it with her. I sit well, she, she me is Bones. <laughs> well, she is legit hilarious. Oh, my God, I should put you two together. I would, like, I, you would be my hero. If you <laughs> She's amazing and hilarious. Her. She is so funny on the show. And I, I, I also met on BBC London the exec of EastEnders who's really? just left. But he brought her on board and loads mm. of comedy to the show. He was really good for the show, yeah. Dominic. DTC. Yeah, no, he yeah, he did a great job for the show. Oh, so you've got all these ins for EastEnders. I've got all these Maybe ins. you could get on it. Yeah, one God. day. Why don't you get yourself new senders? That's what everyone <laughs> like. Says, everyone's new. I'm like, mm, I might just make my own show or something mm. first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. What's the one thing you couldn't live without? Um, eggs. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Do you <laughs> eat them every day? Pretty much. Do yeah. you eat them while you're watching EastEnders? That has been known. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you have Wednesdays off? <laughs> no. No. I have to have double eggs on Wednesdays to make up for no okay. EastEnders. Just to deal with you it. Know. But do, why eggs? Just love them. Really love them. And also, they are my favourite Haribo, is the egg, even yes. though it's a sweet. Tastes very different. Yeah. What's your favourite style of egg? Um, right. If I'm making them myself boiled, if I'm ordering Ooh. them in a restaurant, Poached. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I love a poached egg. Yeah. I only eat the yellow. Oh, right. Oh. I don't eat the white. What's <laughs> your biggest guilty pleasure? Is it um, eggs? It would, <laughs> eggs? It would be eggs or EastEnders, but I don't feel guilty. I'd say, I don't know what my guilty pleasure would be, probably. God, I have, I have so little guilt because I'm sociopath. <laughs> Watching makeup tutorials on YouTube. Oh. I keep doing it. Like, I always think that's the last time and then I'll look them up again. <laughs> do you oh, follow them or do you just watch them for fun? Just watch them for fun and sometimes I go, oh, that's a tip I could take away and then just do my makeup the same way I always do it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. What's the most recent lie you told? Uh, let me think. I can't really say on the radio. <laughs> oh, I told... Is it um, No, no, it's nothing like that. No, it's like to get out of something. Um, no, to... to I arrived at work late yesterday and I told them, oh, yeah, I was up in London. It's quite boring, isn't it? But I'm really bad at and lying. Were you well. just at home? Yeah, I was just yeah. on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> no. Talking about extenders. <laughs> Any secret habits or talents? Um, I can turn my eyelids inside out. OMG. <laughs> That's nice. We are going to have a bit of Prince and we're going to film that and mm. put that on. Is that okay? Lucky Susan tweeters. Kempner. Yeah, really yeah. Really excited. That's, We're going to do a little boomerang or something. Okay, perfect. <laughs> oh, it's Listeners, Hobson Radio. Zero. And we're turning our eyelids inside <laughs> out. Whoop, whoop. Baines plus one. Oh, my goodness. It's Baines plus one with me, mm. Samantha Baines and Suze Kempner. She just turned her eyelids inside out. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I've seen inside your body, Suze. <laughs> it was really, to see it up close was 
definitely an experience that I will never mm-hmm. forget. Oh, etched on your memory. Yeah, <laughs> big time. It's like seeing a zombie movie. It, when I it watched was... it back, I was like, oh, I probably should just not ever do that again. <laughs> no, you should do it. It's yeah. a great talent to <laughs> it's have. It's a top trick. We've done a little boomerang of it and we've tweeted it. So just head over to my Twitter. It's at Samantha Baines, B-A-I-N-E-S. And I'm sure Suze will retweet it. Yeah, keep your eyes peeled for that one. Yay. Oh, God. Oh, my goodness. We've got the biscuits out. Mm. Suze, it's time for your interview proper. Oh, okay, right. The other the other bits weren't real. I interviews. see, right. This is about comedy and mm-hmm. real stuff. So, Suze, did your first ever gig in 2009? Yes. Then in 2010, you got Best Newcomer in the Musical Comedy Awards. That's right, yeah. I was very lucky. I think I was the newest newcomer. I think that's more what it was. <laughs> it like, was so soon. Yeah, and I sort of done a few gigs in 2009, and then I went to drama school. And while I was there, I entered the Musical Comedy Awards and um, was just super lucky. Got all the way to the Best Newcomer. Where yeah. did you go to drama school? Uh, Royal Academy of Music. Amazing. Yeah. So how did you get into sort of comedy and I, drama? I really, really wanted to do it. Like, I was always a big stand-up fan. Mm. And I just always really, really wanted to do it, but didn't have, didn't quite have the guts. And I also didn't quite know where you even start. I had no one to really ask. Um, and then when I got into drama school, it was it had been like a three-year battle to get in anywhere and I finally yeah. got into one and I, went, and I was like, I can do anything. I've got six months that I've got a drama school. I'm going to go and try stand-up and I found an open mic gig and I did. I went along and I was hooked. I was hooked immediately. I loved it. Yeah. So did you go? Did you bring anyone with you for your first gig? Yeah, I had, I had my then boyfriend was there um, and who, who I... Who I can totally still speak to. We were not together. He, but he, um, I can remember him watching it with like the Home Alone face because uh, <laughs> he was so scared for me. Um, but it was really fun. Did the you? Mic did you fun. storm it? I wouldn't say that because <laughs> <laughs> I found I stormed it in my first gig because it was a lot of people who were very nice yes, or who knew me. They they were very nice. Yeah, I I I haven't actually seen the video back for many years, but I think if I watched oh, it now, I videoed I'd go, it. Yeah, it, it does exist on video. That's I think amazing. if I watched it now, I would go, Ugh, or I'd go, oh, I've got worse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I felt like I stormed it, and then I went into the outside world and did mm. actual gigs, and was like, oh, yeah. this is harder. Oh, my second gig was like pure silence <laughs> yeah yeah. Uh, good I'm glad yeah I'm yeah glad no, it's not, not just, just you <laughs> so how did the musical comedy side of things mm. come about well I was sort of I was doing straight stand up and enjoying it and I play the piano a bit and I sing and I thought oh I wonder if I can sort of worm away in and make myself look a bit different if I'm doing some songs so I did yeah. I started doing songs but they were like rubbish song parodies you know when you rewrite lyrics of existing songs which I didn't realise was super naff um, but it was quite fun for a while but yeah now I write my own songs which are also super naff (laughs) (laughs) do you so do you write the music do you compose the music yourself yeah I think it's playing a little fast and loose with the word composing I put together four or more chords (laughs) (laughs) and do you use like software and stuff because it's quite a no I'm a bit clueless with stuff like that it's literally just me and a piano and I'm going bling, 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 and then going, oh, my life. <laughs> well, it's it's gone very well. You were, so got what? the Variety Award in 2012. Funny yeah, Women. Funny Women, yeah, Yay. which is our link. Yes. Yeah, because I saw you in the Funny Women final. Although I did not win anything. 
but you won my so heart. So you, oh, yeah. so. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, no love funny women. I have so many guests from funny women. Mm, mm-hmm. I actually have too many women on my podcast. Yeah, well, there are too <laughs> many women in comedy, let's face it. And every so often I'm like, oh, we need to book a man. <laughs> token man. We, yeah, we need a token man every mm. so often. But your debut hour, Susical. Yeah, that was... Um, 2013. 2013, yeah, I did a, a just a one-off hour, which I then... Um, I didn't take it well I took it to Edinburgh for one show uh, did it once in London once in Edinburgh uh, thanks to funny women and then the following year I did my proper Edinburgh debut with um, a show called Defying Gravity about how I can't get into Wicked <laughs> amazing yes you painted green mm, yes I wasn't green in the show but I was green on all my marketing yeah. and in my dreams imagine if you had to green up every day oh and my skin almost came off when I did it once so I'm glad I didn't decide to do it for the show did it put you off wanting to be in Wicked I no it didn't because I assume the makeup they use isn't um uh, Boots Foundation with green food colouring in it. Yeah, that's what okay. I used. <laughs> and it's terrible because foundation is oil based and food colouring is water based, so it kept separating on my face. So I had oh, to keep stopping wow. in the photo shoot and painting it back together. And then, right, we've got time for ten more photos. Okay, now I've got to paint it back. Don't together. they do like green face paint? They do, but it, it wasn't very good. I just kept looking like like a crap Hulk. <laughs> Great. The opposite of the Incredible Hulk. She's gone all weedy. But the, the, you do lots of characters as well. Yeah, I did. So I did um, my stand-up show, Defying Gravity, stand-up with the Songs of Wicked in 2014. And then last year, I took a live character show to Edinburgh, which was um, it's called Character Activist. And it was based on the characters I do on YouTube. So, because yeah. so, that's quite different. Not many comedians, normally they're like we're like musical theatre mm. or stand up or character mm-hmm. so do people get confused are people <laughs> like what are you <laughs> yeah I think they are a bit actually they're like do well what do you do I'm like I do everything to a mediocre <laughs> level <laughs> do you prefer one over the other um god you know it's a funny thing I prefer I prefer writing the stand up but I really like performing the character stuff but I do actually like all of it yeah after last year's character show I was like I never want to do character stuff again and after 2014's stand up show I was like I never want to do stand up again and now I've realised actually I just needed a little break and now <laughs> so now I'm taking both to Edinburgh I'm doing a stand up show and a character show amazing so tell us about your new show right so in my two shows this year I've got one uh, stand up show which is called Queen and it's about how Queen who are my favourite band have been the soundtrack to my life ever since I was a little kid Amazing. And, Queen um, the musical. Yeah, Again. so it's like all my segues <laughs> are just bits of Queen songs. But it's about how Queen are really epic music, but I'm still kind of a bit of a loser. How does that work? Maybe we'll find out during the show. And then my other show is a new character show. Yeah. So what characters can we expect? Um, well, one of the characters is my own dad. Uh, really? <laughs> yeah. And is it so a true portrayal of your father? In- extremely accurate, yes. Can we have a yeah. bit of your father? Um, I should I should point out at this point that um, I I have I haven't seen him for five years, um, so it's um, a dark moment in the show. But yeah, so my dad my dad with a different name comes out and says, "Well, my bloody daughter does stand up comedy, so I thought I'd have a bloody go. I'm not having she she can do it, so can I. <laughs> oh, you're not allowed to quit your job. Well, I I have, so it, there you go." 
There you go. That was Sue's Kempner's father, just popping in. Sorry, sorry for the sadness, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) And I did say earlier that I did say you might do a little Mm. song for us. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Can you sing a little bit of, just just a little snippet? We can get an idea. What would you like? Well, some, maybe Do you want an impression? Defying gravity. Yeah, whatever. <clears throat> Define, do you want a bit of defying gravity? Okay. Um, <clears throat> something has changed within me. Something is not the same. I'm through with playing by the rules of someone else's game. There you go. A bit of yeah, wicked. Yeah, how good was that? Everyone's you could totally be in wicked. <laughs> <laughs> I always wanted to be Glinda. You'd be good, Glinda, because you're very proper. I for once instead of flying off the handle. <gasps> <laughs> Brilliant. That wasn't singing, by the way. That was Come with speaking. me. We'll do it together. Let's, we we could just put this on in Edinburgh. Mm. Just, it just it, somewhere open, you know. We won't bill it. We'll Would just start singing in weekend. the high street. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll get a blonde wig and a wand. <laughs> you can put your food colouring on I'll, put me food, I'll slap on my food colouring in boots. <laughs> I think it's going to happen. And then uh, put on my eczema cream afterwards. <laughs> oh, Suze Kempner mm. is still with us. I've got so many more questions. And after this, she's going to interview me. Oh, my gosh. Baines Plus One. It's Baines Plus One on Hoxton Radio with Suze Kempner. Hello. And you're interviewing me. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, if, um... Ask me anything you'll like. I'm interested to know, what's it like being married? Oh. There you go. Well, I've not been married for very long. (laughs) I'm not sure. At the moment, for me, it's just a sequence of events where I forget that I'm married and (laughs) call my husband my boyfriend (laughs) and go to the dentist and say the wrong name and then they're like you don't have an appointment and then I nearly leave and I'm like oh <laughs> it's under my other name hang on a minute which totally uh. sounds like I'm making it up <laughs> but no it's lovely it's 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 very nice after you've kind of made that commitment to each other mm. it sounds it feels very nice and cozy and yeah. safe and lovely oh that's nice yeah. that's real nice although and we've bought a flat so at the moment we're just arguing about paint colours <laughs> <laughs> whereabouts are you moving Living to <laughs> we've already moved oh. to the east oh Japan past yeah <laughs> no just past Stratford oh okay yeah <laughs> there's lots of actors moving to that area of London yeah well it's sort of Leighton East 15 mm. which is in Loughton Mm, but I didn't go there. But um, right, it's a very creative area. No, right. it's lovely. Although my family keeps saying that I live in Essex now. It's not quite um, Essex. Has it got a London postcode? Yes. Then you're London. You, there you go. Are London still live in yeah. London? Where did you go to drama school? Central School of Speech and Drama. You're a central girl. Royal ah. Central School of Speech and Drama mm-hmm. now. We're both royal drama school people. Hello. <laughs> We've basically been touched by the Queen. That sounds yeah. dodgy. As I was <laughs> saying that, I was like, take it back. The Queen did not touch us. This is no. a... She's 90. Scurrilous rumour. Mm. Well done to her. <laughs> yeah, what would you... <laughs> would you want to live to 90? I feel like I wouldn't. Yes. Oh, would I would. I want to live over 100. Really? Just to say, ah, yeah, gutted everyone. I'm over 100. I'm still around. <laughs> and I want to be like a really funky grandma. Okay, right. I feel like I would end up just being real acid-tongued spinster. And they'd say, oh, yeah, did you hear she passed away at 78? 
And they go, really? Oh, God, I swore she was in her 80s. I want that to be me. <laughs> but you're, you're kind of allowed to be a bit rude when you're older because yeah. you've lived through it all. Well, my nana certainly thinks that's true. <laughs> <laughs> she, she 100% subscribes to that. <laughs> Some people get a bit grumpy at a certain age, yeah. don't they? Have you got yeah. a rude nan? Um, I don't have any nans oh, anymore. Sorry for bringing it up. What a terrible away. interview. No, mm. that's fine. I mean, you would never, like, the researcher wouldn't ring someone and be like, just so we, just are ask? your nans alive, <laughs> yeah. just in case? <laughs> I'm down to my last pet grandparent, so... No, but yeah. my nans were quite chipper. Okay, right. right. What, my mum's mum was Irish, mm-hmm. so that is just like, see the best in any situation, we're going to keep going, have a right. cup of tea, it'll be fine. Okay, okay. She features in my Edinburgh show. Oh, which we oh. will all look forward to seeing in Edinburgh. Do we yeah. clash? What time's your Edinburgh show? I'm 3.30. We do, I've got a show at 4. So, oh. sad news. But, but, like, people will go, where's that laughter coming from? I can hear it from two areas, and it'll be our shows. <laughs> They'll be like, oh, it's Susan Sowell at the same time. <laughs> oh, da- well, let's stand in the middle, and then we can hear both hear of the laughters. Yeah. Of both. You know yeah. when I was oh, going on about dressage? Yes. Yeah, you're very well-spoken. Have you ever been on a horse? <laughs> <laughs> Good. Yeah, well, my auntie used to... I, I just feel, I feel quite proud that you said I'm well-spoken now. You are, you're super me. posh, yeah. Am I super posh? Uh, to, well, to I me, but posh, I'm like, yeah. oh, everyone, it's Please. Please. I'm London-born and bred, <laughs> but I did go to a grammar school. Okay, right. Um, have I been on horse? Yes. My auntie lived in a really big house and it was right by stables. So whenever mm. we used to go and visit her, we used to go horse riding. Ah. But that was when we were very young. I haven't been on a horse for quite a while. Do you know what? You never forget. Really? Do you yeah. think? Uh, as an actor, you know, you have you have to tick whether you have like horse riding skills. Yeah. I never know whether to put it or not. Cause I'm just, like, say, well, just say yes. I've been on a horse. Yeah, just say yes because... If you've done it, you'll be able to do it again, particularly on the horses they have on film sets. I can do yeah. trotting, the up-down um, thing. Yeah, a bit of rising trot, you're all right. Yeah, yeah put oh, it on your rising CV. Rising trot. Rising trot, ladies and gentlemen. Rising trot. use that as a phrase. <laughs> We've got one last question. What shall I ask? Uh, do you like EastEnders? <laughs> I do, but yeah. I'm ne- because I'm never in mm. at that time, I don't sort of watch it. But right. if it's on, I will dip into it. Uh, see, what you've got to do is get the old post-gig EastEnders treat it's such oh. a treat of course you've got a husband I just go home to EastEnders but you can just go hello husband let's hello, chat darling <laughs> no he's like it's really late I'm going to bed <laughs> yeah. stop talking to me <laughs> I'm, I'm going to take this up I'm going to start watching starting EastEnders. post-gig EastEnders is the best bit of post-gig I'm excited yeah Bane's plus one it is time for the news on Hoxton Radio it's me Samantha Baines on Baines plus one with the marvellous Suze Kempner hey guys Hey, Suze, can we have the headlines, please? The headlines are Japanese toss pies in Kentish fields. EDL outnumbered by naked cyclists. Rapping in the classroom. Cheese car deal. And finally, snail brains for robots. Those are the headlines. Mm. Excitement. (laughs) Some (laughs) great stories this week. Japanese toss pies. Toss pies in Kentish Town. I have to be careful there. <laughs> last weekend, I love this. So we had cheese rolling. Was that last week? What, the Gloucester cheese roll? Yeah, we <laughs> chatted about that. 
such a great event. <laughs> now, last weekend, 18 teams battled it out on a field in Kent for the title of World Custard Pie Throwing Champion. This totally sounds like a joke. Yeah. <laughs> if it was April, I think it was April Fool's. The rules are simple. Team of four, preferably in fancy dress, throw custard pies at another team of a distance of eight feet. And a direct face shot is worth six points. A pie to the chest is worth five. And a hit on the arm scores three points. Any misses are deducted from the overall scores. Eight feet is quite far. That is quite far, yeah. To throw a pie, which is quite an unwieldy item, I yeah. imagine. Yeah. But it's been going since the 60s. <laughs> since 1968. And teams represent countries around the globe. This year there was a British team in military attire. They said, we've got camouflage, we've got the tactics and if all else fails we can blow their brains out oh. which sounds extreme yeah um, uh, but the final was between British team the fairy cakes okay and a Japanese custard pie champions mm. who travelled from Japan to compete for the event who do you reckon won <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna guess it was the Japanese yeah of course it was um, well practised I mean what sort of training would you go into for I don't know really you know like um, England before um, a big international tournament will practice penalties because yeah. that's our thing maybe that's what the Japanese do they practice they Custard just practice pie. for hours on end the pie throwing um, just endlessly until they've got it down pat I reckon I can imagine that they have some sort of intense coach that like mm-hmm. shouts at them until they get a <laughs> pie in the face. And also, who are they practising on all day? Each other, Some I reckon. poor person <laughs> standing there just getting pies in their face. So, Maybe um, it's a great honour in Japan to be a pie target. Yes, or a pie thrower. <laughs> yeah, even greater to be the thrower, yeah. I think they came home and were welcome champions. Yeah, world. yeah. Yeah, and they, they were scared to come home and not be the pie champions. So they'd be disgraced. Mm. Wow, well, well done to the Japanese Good for you guys. world custard pie throwing champions. Mm. EDL outnumbered by naked cyclists. This is amazing. Fantastic. So obviously notorious far-right protest group, the English Defence League. Mm. We know them. We've heard of them. They came into a spot of bother in Bristol where they were outnumbered by a mass of moving naked cyclists <laughs> so the EDL were holding an anti-immigration march through Bristol City although only 20 of them turned up so they obviously don't feel that strong yeah I was going to say the EDL sound like they're on the way out I feel yeah. sad for them oh, <laughs> only 20 turned up but the police were still there you know just to keep just in case everything going Yeah, uh, but the limelight was stolen because 250 naked cyclists <laughs> rode their bikes around Bristol protesting against car culture and oil dependency yay um and uh, they they all assembled these naked cyclists mm-hmm. at the Full Moon Pub. Yes, of course they Don't did. Don't we love it? That's the most English thing I've ever read. Could you imagine, I know the EDL like, oh yeah, immigration, and Ooh, then there's yeah. just loads of naked people. <laughs> it's quite a distraction. Nakedism tr- trumps racism. How about that? I f- I feel like cycling naked is a dangerous activity. I agree. It doesn't sound comfortable. Yeah. Is what? There's another one on this weekend in London. More naked cycling. If you want to give it a go, hmm. have a Google. You can be naked cycling in London this weekend. My producer Kate is telling me. Hmm. Are you going, Kate? Yeah. 
she's going <laughs> if you want to see my producer naked she's a hottie <laughs> then head on down I feel like you've got to ke- be careful of what seat yeah. you're using on that bike mm-hmm. haven't you because it could just yeah like a thong get definitely wedged definitely have there. a seat yeah. don't just have the bar not just the bar because yeah. I can't stand up cycle oh really you know that I don't know why I prefer to sit I, I just physically I've tried I don't think I can do it I think it's a oh, balance thing okay I don't know, because you can rise in trot. Uh, yes, so I believe I in you as a cyclist. Maybe I'll try it. Maybe I'll hire a Boris bike naked. <laughs> Rapping in the classroom. So this is American mm. rapper Fetty Wap. You might have seen this. It's been shared a lot on social media. He's got his old school principal suspended because he filmed his latest music video in his old high school. <laughs> That's kind of harsh. Yeah. So his real name is Willie Maxwell II. Which is a better name than Fetty Wap. <laughs> Excellent name. 24-year-old rapper. So, yeah, he filmed in his old high school, East Side High in the town of Patterson in New Jersey. But it wasn't very good. People are a bit stressed about it. It's oh. had six million views. It was released in April. Six mm-hmm. million views on YouTube. And it's impacted negatively on his principal because he the... The video features drug taking and features a pole dancer in in the video dancing in a classroom. <laughs> well, maybe the, the the headmaster probably should have um, said, "Oh, maybe not those bits in the school, mate." Yeah, <laughs> you can just come and walk through the school while rapping. But yeah, maybe no I drugs. Like, I feel like the headmaster did make um, a bit of a silly decision. Well, he's been suspended. I feel like that's quite harsh, though. Yeah, I feel like a rap on the knuckles, maybe. Yeah, but, and presumably, presumably hmm. the students weren't there watching or joining no, in I with the No, I can't imagine. It's taking. just a room. It's just a venue. And I bet there weren't any real drugs on the set. Well, <laughs> maybe. maybe. <laughs> and they might be just having a nice time. Hmm. I feel like that's a bit harsh, but maybe hmm. I don't have children. I mean, ooh. As long as they don't like show the video in assembly, yeah, like, yeah. this is what to, you should yeah, look exactly. up to, guys. It's an instructional piece, yeah. Intense. Mm. I don't think my old school would let me film a rap video. No, I don't know, would really. Yours? Would my you sc- my old school, I don't know, it's, um, I don't think it's quite the, the dump it was when I was there. So maybe they so would be against it now. it might be, be quite a now. cool venue, actually. Maybe, yeah. It'd be like people just go, it's not a school, it's a club. <laughs> <laughs> um, cheese car deal. This is ridiculous. An Australian man wants to swap a lump of cheese for a working car. <laughs> Genuinely. <laughs> so he's an environmental scientist. Aaron Thompson, I'm going to call him. Mm-hmm. E-H-R-E-N. Yeah, Aaron, that sounds Aaron? right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's a, I've never seen that spelling for a name. Mm-hmm. He managed to get a 35-kilogram block of Parmigiano-Reggiano, mm. hello, cheese, mm. from his local supermarket because it was closing down. 35-kilogram block. 35 kilos, that's a lot. Yeah. That's a person, a, a little person. How big is this cheese? I, I mean... How did massive. he get it home? Anyway, I like the idea he rolled it. Yeah, <laughs> and then he fat, and then he didn't win the competition in <laughs> the cheese running competition. Yeah. He found out it was worth some money, so he posted a comment in the Facebook buy and sell group saying, "Looking to swap cheese for car." <laughs> um, I don't, I don't, he said, "I don't really need thirty-five kilograms of Italian cheese." <laughs> I'm posting here on the off chance that I might be able to arrange a trade for something I do need, like a laptop or ideally a car. Oh. He's yet to receive a serious offer. 
Are you surprised? Right. I'm shocked. Who would have a car and just be like, oh, I want to get rid of this. Oh, I need some cheese, I do though. have a car lying around, but I'm hungry for cheese. Uh, loads and loads of cheese. Yeah. But he, what is cute is he's just separated the cheese now and he's just selling it off in, no- oh, in right. normal size blocks. <laughs> like when you have a diamond brooch and you, you sell off the individual diamonds, that's what yeah. he's doing. But smellier. Mm, yeah. Like that, but smellier. <laughs> I like that. It's, it's good problem solving in that situation, yeah, he I thought, feel. Yeah, he thought on his feet. Didn't he? His well cheesy done feet. him. Well done him. Mm. Snail brains for robots. Mm. This is what I've written my very short poem on this okay. week because I was hungover when I wrote it <laughs> on the train. So this is scientists have discovered that snails operate using just two brain neurons oh. and are now hoping to get robots thinking the same way. So this <laughs> is a team of scientists from the University of Sussex. They do brilliant things down in Brighton, don't they? They do. <coughs> Study snails. Mm. So mm. they've attached electrodes to the brains of snails as they hunt for food. Right. And they find that to to find some lettuce, they only use two brain cells. The oh. first cell discovers the location of the food, and the second decides if the snail is hungry. I feel like <laughs> we're more complicated when I'm like, mm, what do I want? Fajitas? Salad? <laughs> that so, takes three brain cells. Yeah, too many. <laughs> this is an important discovery, apparently, because it shows that complex decision-making often tasks are very simple in nature mm. so that we can use those decision making processes and recreate it in robots to give them okay. the power to think more efficiently which is quite cool that is cool he says um the lead professor of the snail research says this will eventually eventually help us design the brains of robots based on the principle of using the fewest possible components necessary to perform tasks ah. you would never think would you no. Snail decisions yeah, and like, would affect technology. And then you do like, we're going to put a snail brain in a robot's head. Like, um, I always think of snails as being a bit rubbish. Like, oh. They can't even get out of the way of your feet. I know, and they leave those horrible little trails. They slime all over the place. Why do we like snails, but we think slugs are gross? Mm? I don't know. Well, the French eat snails, don't they? They do. They think they're delicious. They must. You must be able to eat a slug. I'll give it a go later. <laughs> Should we try it? Mm. Let's cook some slugs and see Fire what up. happens. Yeah. Oh my goodness. We are going to be back with my very short poem of the week. Mm-hmm. Susie, so excited? Yeah, for my I've very written short a very poem. short poem too. Oh great! I bet mine's too short. Bains plus one. It is time for poem of the week. Suze. Yeah. What have you written your poem on? It's really short. It's about the um, EDL getting intercepted by naked cyclists. <laughs> Excellent. Do you want to go first? Yeah, it just goes, Out of a racist and someone naked on a bike, I know which one I definitely like. Yay! There you go. Mini poem of the week. I'm like Ted Hughes. <laughs> it's mini poem of the week week <laughs> because... <laughs> Sue's, we didn't tell Suze about the poem, so she just wrote one now, which is excellent. <laughs> and I was hungover this morning and trying to sleep on the train, so I didn't write a poem like I normally do. But I've, oh, I have written one. Let's see how it is. Um, it's shorter than usual. It is about the snails story. Oh. So it's called Snails for Brains. Have you ever thought like a snail 
to these simple creatures all hail. You see, they make decisions very well in that their brains never swell with the effort because they only use a few brain cells in a day. So all robots are taking tips. Yes, they may be held together by clips, but they need some help from these slimy creatures who only use two brain cells among other top snail features. So next time you overthink what to have for lunch, feel pity for the victim of your pavement crunch. <gasps> that was there brilliant. That was like Hamilton. <laughs> well done. <laughs> You're really into you were telling me about Hamilton er- earlier. Oh, Tell yeah, us but, all yeah, what is this? Hamilton is um a new Broadway show which has changed musical theatre and it's um, Has it officially? I yeah, it is seems to have done. People saying? keep saying this is the game changer. It's been nominated for a record breaking sixteen Tonys. Wow. And I think it's gonna win a lot. Um, it's this guy has written this show about the founding father, Alexander Hamilton, and it's all sung through like Les Mis, but it's all kind of hip-hop influenced. It sounds super naff, but it's a... Uh, like, the cast is um, all ethnic cast because he wanted it to look like the America of today. Okay. And it, when you watch it, you're like, oh, yeah, this is from 200 years ago, and politics has not changed a bit. <laughs> Oh, wow. So it's really brilliant. And it's, it's coming amazing. over to the UK. Yeah, it's so. coming here next year. Yeah. Love it. Are you going to do your next show on this? I'm just going to be like, <laughs> Suze Kempner's 2017 show, Why Can't I Be in Hamilton? And the poster is just me in like 1700s military gear crying. Like me. <laughs> I love it. You definitely have to do a series of shows like, Why Can't I Be in this musical? Yeah. Why Can't I Be? And then one day you'll be in the West okay, End. And, and people will be like, Well, this is why she couldn't be in a musical. She's awful. I'll go, Oh, career over. And then I'll just go full time at the office. <laughs> no, you'll be in the West End and we'll be like, The show's work. <laughs> it finally paid off. Susan. I mean, we heard you sing earlier. It was brilliant. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. We loved Cheers. it. We loved it. Um, so that is our poem of the week. Mm. We'll be back with a few more chats from me and Suze. It's Hoxton Radio. Bane's plus one. Oh, yeah. We just played some. <laughs> Are you just having a problem with your Sorry. phone? Sorry, yeah, my, someone emailed me and I went, oh, and then it went Bane's plus one. I went, ooh. Oh, no, Sorry. we're on the radio. <laughs> we're on, we're on. Sorry, sorry. It's okay. I'll it's ignore fine. it. It's live. It makes it feel alive. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we just played a bit of Spice Girls wannabe. Mm-hmm. Which took me back. Yeah. And I have to say, Suze, you know more about music than I do. And I'm on the radio. <laughs> you said it's coming up to 20 years since yeah. that song. 96. Yeah. How so soon it'll be 20 years old. You know, I there's a hotel in King's Cross mm. where they filmed the... Is it, yeah, the wannabe video. Oh, really? With them jumping down the stairs? On the stairs. Right. And I met my friend there for coffee, and we went and had our photo taken on the stairs. <laughs> on the wannabe stairs. On the wannabe stairs. Mm. And we asked a stranger walking past to take it. Mm. And then we said to him, do you know why we're having a photo on these stairs? Because we thought he might think we're a bit weird. <laughs> and we said to him, this is where... Spice Girls film the wannabe video and mm. he was like oh I didn't even know yeah. <laughs> and then we educated a stranger yeah. <laughs> on the history of the Spice Girls Amazing. 20 years that is absolutely I know it makes me wild. feel like I really should have achieved a little bit more in my life it's it's so long ago 20 years but 96 is um, quite a big year I think it's 20 years since The Usual Suspects came out as well which oh my blows goodness. my mind a bit as well. Which Spice Girls did Spice Girl did you want to be? I wanted to be Sporty Spice because I was a gymnast. Yeah, I wanted to, I, and I used to like crave Adidas trousers. 
Wow, I never thought anyone wanted to be sporty. Just me. I I wanted to be scary, I think. Okay. That I was, I I wanted to be scary with a little bit of baby in me every so often. Right. Yeah, I think, and she has had a little bit of baby in her because she has children. Yeah. There you go. Pop them out. (laughs) Um, She, because she famously said, Melanie B. Mm. said that Victoria's mic they used to switch it off oh isn't that sad and then Victoria came back and was like no the last performance we did my mic was switched on and then Mel B said well we should have switched it off oh isn't that lovely do you know I what I know everyone was always like Victoria Beckham's the one who can't sing I was like I've got to be honest I don't think any of you are Maria Callas <laughs> well Melanie C's quite good though isn't she because she was in loads of musicals no comment. Okay, no comment. <laughs> no comment. No, We're chatting no the comment. Spice Girls. Spice they might girls. be doing a reunion thing. I think they, they. I think they should perform together a lot because the Spice Girls were like a big part of my teen years. I know. And then yeah. at, the, at the Olympics, they were on taxis, and it was very exciting. Yeah, I was like, there they are. They should do yeah. that again. Yeah, because you're really into musicals. Yeah, I mean we've discussed. You Some studied say too much. You yeah. studied music, and you're mm. a musical comedian, mm-hmm. a character comedian. Yeah. Any? What's your favourite musical? My favourite musical of all time. Um, it's probably Sunday in the Park with George, which is a I've Stephen Sondheim show. It's really amazing. Um, it's about. It's sort of a fictionalised account of um, the life of the painter George Seurat. I'm okay. probably saying that wrong. Who um, is very famous? He did a very famous technique he invented with the dots. Yeah, you know, tiny. So all his paintings are made of tiny little dots, and um, the the main female character in the show is uh, called Dot, and she they have this love affair, and I she like is what his they did muse. There. See what they did there? But it, I was very upset when I found out it's all fiction, and because <laughs> I went, I wanted it to be true. But yeah, it goes from like modern day of his great-grandson who is also an artist and he meets the old dot uh, her what ghost. do you love about it is it the story or the music both both the music's amazing it's got that song step by step putting it together do you know that song no. Barbara Streisand covered it yeah I love Barbara Streisand <laughs> oh, yeah. what is your shower song shower what is your song. musical theatre shower song do you know what my shower song it tends to be Queen's The Show Must Go On I get very dramatic. I sometimes I beat the wall. Wow! Bang! Your neighbours yeah. are like, "What's going yeah. on?" Susie's singing "Show Must Go On Again," oh, or they just <laughs> think you're having a lovely time. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> she, what a creep! <laughs> now you do some impressions as well. <laughs> yeah, I do some singing impressions. <laughs> yeah. Can we have one? Um, so my first ever professional job when I was 22 was I was a Christina Aguilera tribute act. This is amazing. <laughs> and in my new show, um, I do Christina Aguilera's version of Silent Night, which is real. It exists. She sang Silent Night. And oh, Christina. She made Silent Night pretty sexual. <laughs> Very unsexual <laughs> song. Um so I can do that for you if you want. Yes, please. You should probably go back a little bit. Okay, so just to let you know, she makes Silent Night very sexual and she gives it way too much tune. Okay. okay. Silent Night Holy Night All is calm All is bright Bright 
around your virgin mother and child. That's literally how she says virgin. <laughs> Holy infant so tender mild. And then she says booty drop. Sleeping heavenly peace. The dogs sleep in heavenly peace. peace. There you go. Oh my goodness. <laughs> that was amazing. What a treat for the ears. Christina was here. <laughs> Baines Plus One. It is Baines Plus One with me, Samantha Baines, and the marvellous Suze Kempner has been here. I'm still here, hi. She's still here. Can you believe it? Musical and character comedian. Hmm. And it, what an amazing Christina Aguilera impression <laughs> we just had. She's also told me in the break that she can do a bit of Judy Garland. Yeah, you've had your as to Christina. Now it's time for your as to Judy. Can we have a bit of Judy? <laughs> a bit of Judy Garland. Please. Um, do... Yeah, okay. Somewhere over the rainbow, way up high, there's a land that I learned of once in a lullaby. Yeah! Oh, Judy, turning their grave. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I could just get you to sing at me all day long. <laughs> I'd love it. You wouldn't have to ask. It's what I tend to do all day anyway. Let me just yeah. turn your mic round a little bit. Oh, sorry. I twisted it. There we go. I got so excited with the singing. <laughs> <laughs> Judy. So can we can we see impressions in your show? Well, um, I do my Christina impression in my show. And <gasps> see, I have a link, you see, because my brother is a successful comedian and yes. impressionist. Um, so... I have to keep my impressions on the down low. They're not, it's not really me. Does it run in the family? <laughs> yeah, we, me and my brother were always mimicking. My, me and my brother both, both do an identical impression of my dad. Like, and do your parents do impressions? <laughs> do you just sit around? I just imagine the Kempner household. We, just we all also, of you. I mean, my mum, we also do an identical impression of my mum and we do it at my mum and she goes, oh, stop it, you two are horrible to me. Sometimes she swears at us. She's a very bad mother. Like James Brown, she's a bad mother. <laughs> I can see some sort of Kempner TV show <laughs> where you just impression at each other. I think it's inevitable. And I would <laughs> definitely watch it. It'd be amazing. If any producers are listening, let's make it happen. 300k or we take it to Sky. <laughs> <laughs> so you've got a preview coming up where we can see this amazing yes. Christina impression. Well, yeah, I've got my character show. I'm previewing it on June 18th, Saturday at 7pm, Saturday, June 18th at 7pm at the Museum of Comedy, which is on Oxford Street. So if anybody wants to come along, I know that there are definitely tickets still available. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it'd be lovely to see some of you there because um, I quite like the show. I think it's a lot of fun. Yeah, definitely go along. If you can't make it up to Edinburgh as well, definitely go along and see See that Christina Come along, guys. 18th Mm. of June. Yeah, June 18th at 7pm at the Museum of Comedy. And then my previews on the 23rd. Are you at the Museum of Comedy as well? Yeah. So people should just head on over to that website. It is the most gorgeous venue if you go along they've got things like Tommy Cooper's hat in there the bear from Steptoe and Slum 
There's a lot of brilliant comedy going on there. So yes. just head over to Museum of... Just Google Museum of Comedy. Mm. Click what's on. And then book Suze's show and then book my show. Definitely double whammy. Have a little browse, see mm. what's going on. Now, Suze, where can we catch you on the Tinternet? On Tinternet, uh, if you go to Twitter, you can get me at, at Suze UK, S-O-O-Z-U-K. So you can find me there. It's sort of 80% pictures of me with my cat, 20% live tweeting EastEnders. Excellent. Um treats for the eyes and you can find me on YouTube if you just Google Suze Kempner as well. And you've got all your characters on YouTube yeah, as well. Yeah, you can see my character videos. Check them out. Check them out guys. Oh. Try before you buy. <laughs> Suze, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. You've been brilliant. I shall be back next week on Thursday 12 to 2 of course with another marvellous guest from the world of comedy and or TV. And you can listen to the podcast on iTunes. Head on over just search Baines Plus One and subscribe. Suze will be up there very shortly over Yay. the weekend. And there's loads of comedians up there. We've had Sean Walsh and Shazia Mirza from TV. Hmm. Um, definitely have a listen and give us a little review as well if you fancy. Maybe five stars. Mm-hmm. That'd be nice. Do you think? I think it'd be fine if you just five star review it. Okay. Um, I'll be back next Thursday. Have an absolutely marvellous week and do book our shows. 18th of June and 23rd of June at the Museum (laughs) of Comedy in Holborn in London. Come on, Madonna. Let's go. Baines Plus One. Thanks so much for listening to Baines Plus One with me, Samantha Baines. The show is originally recorded on Hoxton Radio and we'd love you to share our podcast via Twitter and Facebook. It's at Samantha Baines, B-A-I-N-E-S. Please keep listening. Hello to our listeners all over the world and tweeting and Instagramming and things like that about it. And if you could leave us a cheeky review, that would be brilliant on iTunes. See you next week.